0: Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. Well, it's the 4th of July, so to all the Americans listening, I say happy Independence Day. For those of you who are not citizens of the United States of America, well, happy 4th of July because it's the 4th of July where you live too. Anybody who's been listening to this podcast knows that I am an American. I've lived for years on the West Coast, years on the East Coast, years in the Midwest. Currently, I live in the Mountain West. It is, I am pleased to report, The most beautiful part of the country, although I am sure that you on the East Coast and you on the West Coast and you in the Midwest will disagree with me on that, but it's my podcast and I get to decide. Rocky Mountains are the best. I was born a citizen of the United States, as were my parents and their parents before them. But as we trace it back, my history gets more complicated. I learned this year of one of my ancestors, who was an illegal immigrant to this country, smuggled himself here for the sake of opportunity left Ireland, came, there's no indication of him showing up at any port of entry, and yet here he was, sneaking his way in, and generations later, we stand proud as citizens of this country. I suspect that there are many coming into this country now who will in the future have a similar story. There's another part of my history, which is less happy. I had ancestors, born citizens of this country, as were their parents and their parents the same, who were forced out, driven from the United States into Mexico, just to find peace because the country had turned against them, had waged a campaign and refused to stand up for the rights of its citizens. So they left, fled to Mexico to establish themselves there. But though they fled from the United States, the United States chased after them, bought the land they lived and turned the soil on their feet into America. In church yesterday, we sang patriotic songs, patriotic religious songs. At one point we stood and sang the Star-Spangled Banner, the anthem of our country, of our flag, glorifying our efforts in war. But we sat as we sang, My Country Tis of Thee, America the beautiful. It's only the first and last verses that have the chorus that everybody recognizes. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. We're so used to singing that verse that when we get to the second and third verses, half of the congregation is an autopilot and they just cruise on with those same words. But they're not the same. The third verse is a nice celebration of our capitalist values. Well, only up to a point. The chorus is, America, America, may God thy gold refine. Till all success be nobleness and every gain divine. But it's the second verse. The chorus of the second verse stops me every time and I wish I could pause the world and ponder before we continue on. But we motor right past it. America, America, God mend thine every flaw. Confirm thy soul in self-control, thy liberty in law. That song that celebrates the greatness of America acknowledges that it has flaws. And we don't sing that song as a historical artifact, God has mended thy every flaw, but a hopeful look to the future. It is a request, please God, mend our every flaw. With that in mind, I have two well-known poems that I'm going to read, both of which are about the United States of America. The first is by the great Woody Guthrie. Lyrics to a song that you have heard and that you have sung if you are a citizen of the United States of America, although you probably haven't sung all of the words as he wrote them. He wrote this song Oh, in the twenties, maybe the thirties. When he submitted it for copyright, he wrote this on the cover and I love it. He said, this song is copyrighted in the US under seal of copyright number 154085 for a period of 28 years. And anybody caught singing it without our permission will be mighty good friends of Arn, because we don't give a darn. Publish it, write it, sing it, swing to it, yodel it. We wrote it. it, That's all we wanted to do. Of course, somebody renewed the copyright. And again, and when you try and sing it now, they'll come after you with lawyers. Which there's something, I don't know, kind of poetic about that. Here's the lyrics to the song. He titled it, This Land. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I was walking that ribbon of Highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. I've roamed and rambled and I followed my footsteps to the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts and all around me a voice was sounding. This land was made for you and me. When the sun came shining and I was strolling and the wheat fields waving and the dust clouds rolling, as the fog was lifting, a voice was chanting This land was made for you and me. As I went walking, I saw a sign there. And on the sign, it said, No trespassing. But on the other side, it didn't say nothing. That side was made for you and me. In the shadow of a steeple, I saw my people. By the relief office, I seen my people. As they stood there hungry, I stood there asking, is this land made for you and me? Nobody living ever can stop me as I go walking that freedom highway. Nobody living can ever make me turn back. This land was made for you and me. So, in the lyrics to this song, Guthrie celebrates America. He celebrates it from a geological, from an ecological perspective. He celebrates the land of America. He talks about one coast and the other. He talks about the middle. He gives descriptions of the, uh, what, various types of land that we have. Those last couple of stanzas are where it gets a little troubling and those are the ones that we don't sing in school. Those are the ones we don't introduce to kids at camp. There seems something oddly present about the stanza that talks about as I went walking I saw a sign there and on the sign it said no trespassing, but on the other sign it didn't say nothing. That side was made for you and me. As I shared this with my students, they found some interesting significance in the next stanza. In the shadow of the steeple I saw my people, by the relief office I seen my people. As they stood there hungry, I stood there asking, is this land made for you and me? And he talks about my people, who are his people. And his people are the poor people. His people are the ones who are starving and are out of work, who are suffering. Those are the ones that he feels a kinship with. And those are the ones he's writing for. which seems like it's turned from a poem celebrating America to a poem condemning America, which makes the last stanza that much more important. Here he says, nobody living ever can stop me as I go walking that freedom highway. Nobody living can make me turn back. This land was made for you and me. He's gone from a celebration to a condemnation to defiance, but it's defiance in support of the country that he is part of. He recognizes the flaws, but will not turn back from what he calls the freedom highway. Woody Guthrie isn't afraid to say, may God thy gold refine, because Woody Guthrie, he wants to get to the best place he can, but he's committed to making the place that he is in that place. He knows he's not going to get there by just pretending that it's already perfect. The next poem I'm going to read is another one that you are familiar with. This one was written in 1883 by Emma Lazarus. And while you probably aren't familiar with the name Emma Lazarus, you are definitely familiar with the poem. And even when I start it, you won't recognize it, but you will eventually. It's one of the most famous poems in the United States. And in fact, it is a celebration of poetry. It's engraved on a plaque at the base of a large statue. The poem is called The New Colossus not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land. Here at our sea-washed sunset gate shall stand a mighty woman with a torch, whose flame is the impassioned lightning, and her name, mother of exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that twin cities frame keep ancient lands your storied pomp cries she with silent lips give me your tired your poor your huddled masses yearning to breathe free the wretched refuse of your teeming shore send these the homeless tempest tossed to me i lift my lamp beside the golden door those words now engraved at the base of the Statue of Liberty, were written to raise money for that statue, a gift from a foreign country, because they recognized that we were a land of opportunity, a land of exiles, a land of immigrants. So Lazarus' poem is an invitation to immigrants. Back already. Heading up? Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw
1: you last year. Thank you. I saw you last year. Yeah. You were walking up here last year. I think so. We were talking about past
0: class. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on the way back, man. All right. See ya. As I was recording, I just stopped when a man came up and we chatted for quite a while. He's here from Brazil he's been living here for quite a while, his accent is mostly gone. And uh, we talked about the mountains and talked about hiking and he talked about Sasquatch, he's a believer. He says he's seen Sasquatch. But as we stood here, right here before Independence Day, talking about life in the United States, Standing in one of the most beautiful spots I've ever been to. It's hard for me not to want to share it. It's hard for me to think about keeping people out from the wonder and the splendor and the opportunity that is the United States. I'm going to read the two poems again. Emma Lazarus, the New Colossus. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame with conquering limbs astride from land to land, here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is the imprisoned lightning, and her name, Mother of Exiles, from her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome. Your mild eyes command the air-bridge harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed, to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Woody Guthrie's This Land. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I was walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. I've roamed and rambled and I followed my footsteps to the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts. And all around me a voice was sounding, this land was made for you and me. When the sun came shining and I was strolling and the wheat fields waving and the dust clouds rolling and the fog was lifting, a voice was chanting, this land was made for you and me. As I went walking, I saw a sign there And on the sign it said, no trespassing. But on the other side, it didn't say nothing. That side was made for you and me. In the shadow of the steeple, I saw my people. By the relief office, I seen my people. As they stood there hungry, I stood there asking, is this land made for you and me? Nobody living ever can stop me as I go walking that freedom highway. Nobody living ever can make me turn back This land was made for you and me.